50 cents yung wrapper so, ata. 50 cents tapos. <laughs> 50 cents. Candy shop. <laughs> I think I said 50 cents on another episode. I think the earlier episode this morning. Alo, nasisip ako. Tabring up ako. 50 cents. 5 cents. Okay. 6 cents. <laughs> Um, my two cents. Two cents. <laughs> oh my god. Zero zero five cents. I get my two cents on. Oh my. Oh my god. And welcome to the Long Way Home podcast. I'm Leo Marish Gale, and I'm Hannah Paris. And in this podcast, we talk about the everyday encounters that inspire and shape our lives. Whether it's life abroad, travel, passion, or purpose, join us as we try to figure it out along the way. So the past week, I messaged Hannah out of nowhere. I don't What's remember up? why I asked this question. It's out of nowhere. That's why stuck with me because it's ah, out of nowhere that's why we wanted to do this episode mm-hmm. so i asked her um where do you get your news why did i mean what was the trigger actually why did you ask her? what 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 did you feel then when you asked me that i don't know what situation i was in were there people who were talking about something no i think i, I just suddenly remember that i haven't been reading news ah so it's like proper out of so nowhere so it's like Whoa, I don't know what's happening in the Philippines. Ah, uh, same. Other than Catriona Gray is coming home. Mm-hmm. So and break the silence. I think I see. <laughs> I didn't even know that. That didn't Breaking even reach news. me. She just said she's single. <laughs> so it just makes me wonder. And is it just me that's irresponsible when it comes to news, or is that like a generational thing? Nah, that. People my age are just too lazy to care about the world, so I'm like questioning that. At least for my group of friends, it's it's there's no middle ground. It's either either they're all for like responding and participating on discussions on social media or like elsewhere, or they're just keeping everything to themselves or not even mm-hmm. reading the news at all. And I think I'm one of those people who just prefers to keep my thoughts and opinions to myself mm-hmm. and i really that's that's why i never go on comments threads on say something that rappler posted or mm-hmm. inquirer posted because because when i go into the um comments part of anything on social media it's just that everyone's like so biased I talked about this in the previous episode where I wish people can take a basic journalism class mm-hmm. and at least just get familiar with, you know, the the principles of it and how not to be biased, impar- how to be um, impartial and fair when giving out your opinions online, at least in public. I just try to get from sources and process the facts myself for my for my opinions myself and it's overwhelming for me that's why I just keep to myself do you feel like you keep up with the news unlike me who's just 
I I think I do, but it's very subjective because I think every person, I mean, everyone is in a situation where they can only process this much news. Yeah, true. And sometimes and there's so many out there, like so many things happening out in the world that yeah. you can't actually take it all in. Yeah, and there's so many people who are able to take that all in. Mm-hmm. I mean, they I, I admire them. Mm-hmm. They're able to give their 50, 50... Is it 50 cents or 5 cents? 5 cents. <laughs> 50 cents yung rapper <laughs> so 50 centavos. <laughs> 50 cents. Candy shop. <laughs> I think I said 50 cents on another episode. I think the earlier episode this morning. What a bring up. 50 cents. 5 cents. Okay. Six cents. <laughs> um, 50 my fi- two cents. Two cents. <laughs> oh my god. See my seventy five cents. I get my two cents on. Oh my. Oh my god. Nakakahiya kayo as podcast. Two cents. Sorry, we don't speak English. <laughs> I usually say, I uh, know, I give my opinion. <laughs> Straight up opinion, not two cents. Na lang po, opinion. Let's just cents. call it opinion and not yeah, two that, cents. That has to be very va- valuable for me to give my um 50 cents. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, ganun ako kawalang pake. But where was I? 50 cents. I mean, I can't get over I mean, I I admire people who give their two cents yeah. on this and that. And I mean, they're the kind of people who are really good at conversing in like social gatherings, social groups. They seem to have an opinion on everything. And they're very well articulated on everything. Actually, I have quite a few friends like that. Mm-hmm. And I find that, I, I, at least for the set of friends that I have, I observe that it's because they were brought up in a family who were all who brought them up continuously talking about the news and like regularly during dinner ta- dinner during dinners they would talk about current affairs and they would reflect on it. They probably they are probably are the ones who have dads who read the morning news. Yeah, <laughs> or very political, sometimes very political yeah. parents and Growing up, I didn't have that. Like, I was mostly left to myself. So, I was, I guess, occupied with other things. But I wish I, I exerted more effort into learning more about the news, global global, global affairs. For times that I actually want to try and make an effort to make myself aware of everything that's happening in the Philippines, it's kind of like, Getting on this show that's been currently airing and people are discussing everything about it and it's like on season eight already and you're kind I'm kind ah, of yeah yeah I feel the same I'm kind of overwhelmed with oh my gosh I have to I have to know the backstory I have mm-hmm. to watch all eight seasons just so at least I before I even have the right to say anything about yeah. the current episode and. That's because what so much has happened already. Like yeah. uh, you need to know a lot about the history. For example, yeah, for at least in the in the context of Philippine government, because mm-hmm. this is the this is where I know nothing about. Yeah, it is also my weak point. And um, at least for the context of that, 
I used to give an effort in um, informing myself of what happened during the time during the election time where mm-hmm. Duterte mm-hmm. was yeah. running and blah 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 because my parents were you know Duterte supporters I think they were yeah they are um, that was the time where I actually gave an effort to inform myself but along the way I just stopped doing it for some reason I I think it's along the lines of me I'm a bit partial to Duterte because of my parents. Mm. I mean, for someone who isn't really participating in discussions or, or who doesn't have an, her own opinion of anything government-related, politics-related, I think it's natural for me to become partial to Duterte because of what I discuss with my parents. And um, I think somewhere along the way, I just started to disagree with whatever's happening with I mean whatever Duterte was doing like how he he was actually running stuff and his manners his etiquette for people and then um, there was a point where I was disgusted and then I think I just stopped I just stopped caring and it's not the kind of news that I want to digest anymore and I don't I think I have finally formed my stand on the whole thing I'm like I'm I'm not dealing with this thing. And it's sad because it's obviously my our own country. Yeah, and it's our responsibility. Yeah, I, I still feel responsible to in like like informing myself. Mm-hmm. I, I still feel responsible. But how about you? How do you feel about I mean, let's just keep it real. Like how do you feel about not being informed about political issues in the Philippines? Well, I do feel irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Like, as a citizen, I mm-hmm. come from this country. I contribute. I should contribute to it. And and how the policies are created, how the government is run. It's I'm still part of it. And when I'm... If I'm not getting news or if I'm not reading anything about it, if I'm not informing myself, it's... It's a disservice to everyone else, including myself, my family. I have that struggle. I have this metaphor that um, I'm like a dog waiting, waiting for crumbs of food to fall on a dinner table. And that's as much news I only get. And I don't allow, I don't allow myself to get an, an, a real overview of all of everything that's happening like proper informed opinion yeah. on what's happening it's it's a struggle to keep up because as you said there's been there's a lot of things that you need to be informed about like history um and that's <laughs> my weak point mm-hmm. and i don't know it's such a disservice but when i can i do i do try to read about it and i have friends who are more informed than me and I'm mm-hmm. I'm grateful when when they bring up those discussions and I would just listen to them and then I would sometimes do my own research about it and then that's when I form my opinions or how I feel about it and what am I gonna do about it I am grateful for friends like that I also mm-hmm. do have friends like that but I also have some friends who or at least people I know who you know this how annoying it is to hear someone who just speaks like they're ultim- the ultimate cultured people once they know about 
once they have a firm stand on something, especially politically or something that's not even politically. Let's just say there's this super awesome, I don't know, music release or something about new tech. And for some reason, you, I mean, it comes into the conversation and then I say, oh, really? I didn't know about that. And then that ultimately highly cultured person goes, why? Why How could you, you not know you not about know that? You're supposed to know that. Mm-hmm. That's easy shit to know. And I'm mm, And that sorry, just makes you e- fear it even more yeah, to ask about it. Yeah, I'm more so than fear of asking about it. I'm more annoyed. Like, what are you? I mean, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Mm-hmm. They let mm-hmm. me know about it. Yeah, just tell me about it. You don't have to say that I'm irresponsible and like stupid. You could just tell me about what you discovered, what what news you got. I think that's a tricky part where where we have to gauge our reactions to those people. Yeah, like how do we take how what they've just said into a, a better conversation without just being um reactionary, but actually yeah. reactive more. Wait, I, I'm not familiar. What's reactionary and reactive? Reactionary is when you're just I'm I'm assume, I'm I'm hoping I don't botch the language English. Um, English language but reactionary is when you're more opinion based and what you're fueled by your reactions when we say reactive you're more you think about what you're gonna say and how you're gonna react ah okay 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 so the other the other is like fueled by emotions and Mm. without thinking of Mm. what your reaction would Mm -hmm. be okay so they say that they, they, there's a video actually about what be what being woke means. What is actually being woke? And why do they say that Jim Carrey is mega woke? Woke. I think I think that's what woke we were talking. I think woke is when uh, someone is highly cultured or like fighting for something. Or I I think it can I mean, get a l- from what I've a good s- or bad repercussions to it from what i've seen online i haven't i haven't exactly searched for the actual meaning of woke but Mm -hmm. from what i've gathered i think people they call woke are are people who who seem to who seem who seem to give opinions in a way that like they're beyond all this see the bigger picture i think i think that's what they're like but i i yeah, that's how you see that I don't even know what the meaning of woke is. And she's not talking to me because she's I'm, actually I'm, searching I'm, for I'm Googling what woke. What, I, there is a lot of things about what woke means, apparently. It got into like white supremacy, African-American origins. I think it, it is. It comes with a, I think it comes really with a heavy. It's, it's, yeah, it's like the beyond everything. Meaning to it, people. yeah. Beyond all of these that you're discussing, there's a um, more pressing matter out there that you haven't seen or haven't heard about or discussed. But I think there should be like a proper discussion. I would like to be like sit on a class about being woke and when was even what was what, the, what what's the good side or bad side or what are the nuances of what woke means, mm-hmm. Diva? We always just throw this word around. Yeah. Do you want me to Google stuff? Can you Google <laughs> <laughs> research the whole history of what? I started to have this negative 
connotation for woke. I just have negative experiences with people who describe themselves or have other people describe them as woke. So Urban Dictionary defines woke as being aware and knowing what's going on in the community. It also mentions its specific ties to racism and social injustice. Is there not so a when, when, when webster people... description for it? Why are we at Urban Dictionary? Because that was the first thing I thought was relevant. So I think when we say woke, it's it's the people who continue fighting for social injustice although it's it has had its bad um reputation because it's been thrown around so often and i think i'd like to share a a video on our show notes um about redefining what woke is i don't want to discuss it because it's a lot of it's a thing to uncover aware of and actively attentive to important facts and issues especially issues of racial and social justice think yeah okay this makes sense now i think so people don't just throw the word woke around or else i'm gonna judge you whoa whoa (laughs) shout out this is I, I'm so far from this woke. I'm probably asleep. Kindness. <laughs> like if if there are people who are woke, I'm like proper asleep, deep sleep, R E M sleep, busy dreaming. <laughs> so before we divulge more on being woke and get lost in the deepness. Before. philosophies of being woke. before I fall into an even deeper sleep <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel when you don't when when you can't keep up with the news or when I don't get to keep up with news I feel selfish and I feel that I feel detached from the world it's not every day that I feel that but mm. you know when you start to like realize that hey I'm not keeping up with the news yeah. and then that's when I get this feeling of, wait, what is actually happening? I'm and missing out on so much. And then and then I feel overwhelmed. Oh, I, do I have to know about this new bill, this new law that was passed in the Philippines or whatever? It, it, it is especially evident regarding anything political. Because it's, it's the kind of information of news that I hardly ever make the effort to inform myself. It's a never-ending cycle of feeling irresponsible and then getting overwhelmed once I try to make an effort to inform myself. But regarding everything else, when I miss out on celebrity news, I don't feel anything. Of I'm course. like, I don't care. When I miss out on industry news, especially where I design or at least technology regarding design kind of news that's where I feel like I'm actually missing out Mm. because I know all these new improvements like new launches in a way they kind of it's they're they're never the never ending possibilities of technology I know can help me creativity wise or can give me inspiration for something or make a, my design process easier in a way that's that's why i feel like i'm missing out if i if i miss out on those kind of industry news i do you, do you keep up with 
with design news. Actually, least. I was going to say, I do feel that industry news comes easier to me. It literally comes to me because I have I'm, I'm surrounded with I'm surrounded with work all the time in general. Mm-hmm. So they, we would just it would just come up in conversation like in the elevator or we're talking about mm. or where, when we're sitting next to each other. Yeah. So like without me having to constantly um, look for it on like global news or current affairs in the Philippines, it would just come up to me and we would discuss it at work. Mm-hmm. So I, I find that easier. Do you get the kind of news because you're working in an ad agency? I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Like, do you get, or at least do you discuss news like, oh, this creative director moved from here to there? Yeah, yeah. yeah we really? do get those news. Is that, are those big deals in your, or like, for, for, proper for, discussions? I think for the higher management, but for ah. me, who's, my heart is more on the creative side. I, I although politics is important to play, mm. play take part in but right now i'm not i don't want to be too too involved on that although there yeah. i hear news but i don't give up because i thought like i mean you have you had your advertising background and i thought everyone in the advertising oh this is like um uneducated opinion. go long i thought everyone in the advertising industry was really familiar with say this person from Ogilvy she was there for like 10 years and these are the works she's done these are her best stuff and most remarkable ones um, or viral work and then she finally goes to this another company and I'm I th- and you all have your own opinions and um, guesses of what she might do for that company. I thought everyone in the advertising industry had discussions no, like that. In some parts, but no. Uh, in my where I am right now, we're not really too concerned about it. Mm-hmm. In the at the end of the day, it's politics. We're more concerned about whether what type of work are they producing? Are they um, are they inno- innovating something new mm-hmm. that would boost the industry better? As or, as an agency as a whole, yeah, not per person, not per person. Ah, so oh, we we that value that better instead of putting our energies on where people are at this point. Pero mm-hmm. ko on the management level, they 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 do, they discuss that. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that part where where news just comes naturally to you because of your colleagues. Industry news. Industry news. <laughs> but have you, I mean, did you ever, uh, how do you, okay, wait, how do you ever make an effort, if you ever make an effort, oh, here goes, if you ever make an effort to be informed, how mm. do you go about doing it amidst all of these life happenings, um, busy schedules mm-hmm. and constantly bombarded feed i would have to be honest and say that when i'm when i ha- when i get that time to consciously look for news and when i re- when i suddenly remember oh shit i haven't been concerned about the news like what's happening gail when i get the time in the office first thing in the morning i would just go to a news website rappler new york times and then just scroll until i find something digestible mm. and i would like make myself feel better about mm. reading and then i would 
I would jump from topic to topic. Sometimes I'm, I I like features, mm-hmm. like when it's focused on a topic. I remember one from I think Na- National Geographic when they covered 100 days of Duterte administration, and why that stuck out to me was because it was well designed mm-hmm. and it was digestible. The news it it was well covered. It was through the help of good web design that made me want to read more about it. So storytelling wise, that's when I feel news is more w- so when it's told better in a way that I I feel like I can understand. It's when I'm more interested in the news instead of just everything put into into one article. Does mm. that make sense? I hope that made sense. So the way news is presented actually matters exactly. to you. So she, you're she, put, not she put all my my <laughs> babbling into one sentence. <laughs> this is how it works. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, so you say you don't go to. Uh, I mean, Rappler is pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Those are news features, but they're all written out, laid out. Like as a, a regular, yeah, way. regular article, and I would read that. But depending on my mood and mm. how much time I have yeah. to read about the news, yeah. What do you, what do you make out of all those? That, I mean, when you say digestible, can you say what they actually look for? Like, is it just one, the 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 lead? Is it a lead lead? Lead is the pencil, right? <laughs> the, the the first part of the news that they write, I, I forgot because I used to study that lead newspaper. Yeah, yeah, and I understand. They just go for that part. When I say digestible, it's it's a when I say digestible, it means I was able to know the full story of the news. Mm. In s- without like having to go to another article to find out what happened. Ah. So it was more narrative. Ooh, I was expecting like proper press release, straight off the press release kind ah, of thing. Ah, no, no, no. This happened here at 9.56 It was like, like a full journal. Ganon. They basically have explained the context of it mm. along with the facts. Yes. So that's yeah, yeah. digestible for you. Oh. Why? Well, but ikaba. Because I have this... Oh, this is... I'm gonna start first with like how I get my news. Part of my context. I I have this app on my phone, Google News. Basically, it's it gives me personalized news. I I, I already listed down what I the topics You're I care interested about. In. Yeah, mm-hmm. and from time to time, I'd ob- I'd obviously put Trump in there or Duterte. It's basically an app that just compiles links to art um news posts from reputable sources like BBC and NPR, whatever. And I don't really... I think it's pretty straightforward. They're like... Uh, it's like I'm reading from a newspaper. They're they're like straight off the press release kind of thing. And I'm not used to reading long-form things. That's when I get overwhelmed. Because yeah. usually digital format, long-form stuff, have links to other yeah that's places. what uh, tab stab stab yes that's that's what happens i go on tab after tab after tab and that's what i want to avoid that's why i go for straight up news mm-hmm. that it's just facts there no opinions no 
feature-ish. Okay, so I got my facts. Now I want to know about what people think of it. I go to the opinion section. or, But I try to avoid news features. I go to news features for something specific. Or like when I need to affirm. And oh, they wrote about what I thought. And they've got this whole feature about it. So that's when I go for features. Is there is there an app you actually use specific? No, yeah, I actually wanted to know that also about you when I asked the when I messaged you about it. Like, where is, the, the, is the there any app that would make my life easier? Like, I would be actually conscious of the news. Although, where I where I get my news. It's sometimes from Twitter, like mm. CNN. I follow a lot of news websites, CNN, Rappler, mm-hmm. Time Magazine, mm-hmm. BBC. But I find that I mostly end up just reading the headlines and without actually uh, clicking on the article, yeah. which is yeah. so bad. It, it's that's not what, that's the what story. I wanted to hear from you because you told, that, told me that earlier. But what I do like from Twitter is how they do threads from when 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 a journalist is wait before before you go don't forget what you're saying but um is it is it a twitter thing that's like they actually type it on twitter or is it a link elsewhere they actually type, type it, it on, on twitter. twitter okay go so it's live action from a specific journalist mm. breaking the news mm. and actually typing it on a thread and i feel like i'm part of the news and then sometimes after reading that thread, I would, I would then be more interested to read the whole story on the website, on Rappler, mm. for example. So sometimes that's how news get to me. Oh. What, what were your thoughts on Twitter and getting news from Twitter? Okay. I am not one of those ultimately highly cultured people. Ano ba yan? Daming disclaimer. No, I just, I just don't like those people. I just, I just have this actual not disgust but like negative feelings towards those kind of people who you know in your face you don't know that but i'm one of those people who i mean no i'm not one of those people but i had some people how do you say pahapyaw? in like, con- what context slightly pa- in passive time time passing in passing passing in passing yeah tama in passive na naman tayo sa english grammar natin pagod na ako so they're gonna say or or say I've discovered something or like some news and whatnot, and then there are some people who are gonna say in passing, oh, where do you get your news from? From Twitter, with like a sass or with like a highly cultured <laughs> tone, and for some reason, I kind of feel like I don't get my news from Twitter, but. It kind of got me into thinking, like, oh, what if I get my news from Twitter? Am I am I being what they call this, like inaccurate, or is it is that not a valid source of information for me to talk? I mean, if I'm going to talk about something and I got it from Twitter, is that invalid? Am I not allowed to, you know, share share it with people? So that's 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 how I feel about Twitter now. I'm kind of like fifty fifty with getting anything from it. That's my thing. No, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Unless, unless it's accounts of like yeah, jur- actual journalists, journalists, or you the who of course you have to always check your sources. Mm, yeah, before reacting. But or there's reading this stigma 
around Twitter as a source mm-hmm. that's going around, apparently. So, no, do not invalidate. Just ask the person where where they got. Yeah, because yeah. Twitter's just a channel, but not exactly, you know, the source source the of credible fact. source. Yeah, yeah, they're not the news company posting. They're just posting there. So yes, Twitter isn't the source. It's just it's an just app. a channel. It's just a channel. Wow. Wow. So I try to, I don't know. I try to digest content that are fun. So, for example, when I'm getting my news from Instagram, mm-hmm. Natio does really cool um, Instagram stories or like or posts in general about current affairs. Mm-hmm. Um, I would uh, like I follow journalists, mm-hmm. photographers who share their photo photographs and share the news too. So that's one way I'm I find myself more interested in the news. When, mm-hmm. when it's from... At the end of the day, it's just all about that person who posted it. The actual source. Is this journalist credible enough? Or like, is this journalist actually credible mm-hmm. at all? Yeah. Because if I'm looking for biased stuff, I'm gonna go to my opinions <laughs> column. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's the difference between getting news news Yeah, and, and again, opinions. it's your responsibility whether what whether the news that you're taking in is actually credible yeah and if you're spreading it or telling it to other people mm. make sure it's credible and not come on fake news yeah that's why i stopped relying on my news feed because i had a face like that whatever i know is and then from you would Facebook. and so yeah i had a face like that too and uh, i would just react without mm. double checking triple yeah. checking the article it's so bad that's probably me during it college. Has, it has to end like I it's not a good like a habit. highly cultured person <laughs> when I know so many <laughs> when I react to things or like at least share something I felt strongly about. There's one news though that you enjoy reading, mm-hmm. if there is. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I if, I don't know if I have one. Mm-hmm. What 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 would it be? Like what category? Yeah. Um, I like to read about design stuff and gadgets i grew up pretty much i mean i would say techie at least i'm knowledgeable about the first this and that so i i enjoy i enjoy seeing how technology is progressing from nokia 3310s to a google pixel 3 yes pixel phones wow. yes <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's pretty much, I mean, it's relevant because Samsung just did their product, I mean, S10 launch this week. Even though I'm not buying the S10, I still want to know what are the possibilities now. There's actually one product that I haven't had any news of that I might just search after this podcast. <laughs> it's it's um Wacom. I used to be a huge fan and I used to dream about their stuff. And as a creative, I feel like whatever whatever Wacom does is pretty relevant. Something like that. I, I really ha- I really follow some some brands, some some companies because I am a f- 
I, I adore what they do. Digital I trends. Do. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, digital trends is kind of tricky. What do you feel about following I, trends news, design-wise or creativity-wise? It's not really news, more like opinion-based. Opinion. It's more opinion. Usually, the, f- the digital, the trends. I mean, I mean, they get it from society. Sti- sti- they get it from statistics-ish. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much backed by f- facts. I like reading but how do you it, feel but about uh, it? I read it, but I, it's it's not like I don't take it as gospel. Like if there's this, if there's this one specific trend that everyone's doing, does it? It doesn't mean that it's correct or it's. But I think news like the Pantone Color of the Year. I think I have to catch up on that because I, I had like a whole month worth of posts on our website <laughs> and a whole magazine about the Pantone yeah. Color of the Year. So, but after that issue. January, I pretty much forgot about the color of the year. It was living col- coral. Living right coral, now. but yeah, but I don't, I don't notice it as much anymore. I don't care about it. I mean, even if it's color of the year, it doesn't mean that it's the most aesthetically yeah, pleasing. pleasing for what kind of design I do. How do they pick like the color of the year? Where do they get? Who chooses these things? Um, Pantone, please. <laughs> Please answer the but podcast. it's not just Pantone. I mean, I've we've all had to research about what the colors of the year are for many different paint com- painting paint companies mm-hmm. or design companies. So it's not just Pantone. So is it more on demand? Trends trends is generally yeah Pantone. culture, people, society. Coral, they, I think they're like trying to appeal these to trends environment mm-hmm. i don't know what's the story behind that i'm not even gonna say it anymore because i will sound like i'm, I'm educated <laughs> fool anyway for me um for me i used to read quite a few news on profiles profiles of people because mm-hmm. i'm i'm always interested in different characters and where people come from I used to do it quite a lot, but I don't know. I don't know what happened with me. But I mm. haven't been doing it recently. But like, for example, Lee Kuan Yew was the prime minister of Singapore. Oh my gosh! I found that, oh my gosh! I found that I found that interesting. I found that interesting before. I fe- I want to. I want. I want. I would like to um, go back to reading more about profiles. But I like following journalists, especially the ones that I personally know. Ay, wow, daming kakilala. Just... No! <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I like from afar. From afar. Ah, okay. like, you, they... like work you actually recognize. I have a friend who is a friend of this journalist, like mm. second degree mm. friend named journalist. I think I would I would be partial in following her works because, you know, of that connection. Yeah. As opposed to reading uh, reading from following someone who's like completely you know especially for journalists who are starting out i like to see how journalists grow i wouldn't even dive deep into who i'm following because there's like a lot but i admire the work everyone's doing especially back home photojournalists or like writers you're all like saludo galing galing saludo ako sa inyo I look up to you 
and how, like for the stuff they're contributing to. And it's a lot of courage to do what they do. Yeah, putting a story out there, and you, you know, it just you might get this little, little, little thing wrong, and hundreds and thousands of people yeah. are gonna get back at you for something like that. So I, I really admire these people who get their facts right. Maria Ressa, for example, mm. is yeah. doing so many things to fight against fake news and yeah. uh, she's been through hell. <laughs> and um, the news that we do get, do you feel like you do anything about it? News that I do get on purpose, me con- like me consciously looking for those or or more those no more just, like, global forced on me or current affairs current affairs mm. kind of thing because of course the news that do we do get like the stuff that we like yeah that's i mean that's, that's obviously given. like influencing yeah. me inspiring yeah. me yeah. blah 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 but for news that is that just comes to me i put them in a box somewhere <laughs> in my head <laughs> Just, just so when I need to like, when I'm like up in the clouds and I need my footing back in the ground, feet back in the ground. I mean, just news out there is like proper reality, and too much of it is just gonna send like make me go crazy. But when I'm just too happy about my life and feel like, you know, I'm I'm wrapped up in this bubble, I go to those news. And do a check on myself. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what am I really doing? What am I doing all of these for? For myself? For my family? Or am I am I doing an impact mm-hmm. for my community? Or am I helping out a group of people? Or am I actually putting other people into consideration mm-hmm. with the things that I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, something like that. Yeah. I think that's what news for me. For me too, it's, as you said, it's really self-check. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, it's mm-hmm. like it's like the news that I take. Do I actually think about it and then let it affect the decisions that I make? Mm-hmm. How I live my days as mm-hmm. a citizen of this country. You know? mm-hmm. I think I feel like I need to be more responsible with it, though. Especially, I mean, sometimes I I get this bout of reflection. Oh yeah, reflection. Am I too absorbed with my own stuff that I don't bother actually yeah. thinking about the Philippines anymore? I I some I remember saying this exact line way before for some I don't know. I said, "Ang dami ko nang problema sa buhay ko, problemahin ko pa yeah. ba yung politika sa Pilipinas?" So basically I said, "I have too much stuff going on with myself. I don't have time." For to think about to think about politics, Philippine politics, and mm. whatever, and it was bad. I felt, and then but there are times that I f- felt guilty that I even said that at all. I wrote that down actually. I think it has to do all with the privilege that we have. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're too comfortable, or as you said, we think that eh, maybe it doesn't really affect me anymore because anymore. I'm in Dubai, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. which of course is wrong. Yeah, that's wrong because. We're all part of what's happening around in the world. Mm, true. So, privilege is weird. But what we do with that privilege is mm-hmm. what matters more. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. But do you feel like being abroad 
make you feel powerless over what's happening back home? That's that's exactly why I thought. I mean, that's why. That's exactly why I said the mm, thing mm. I said. Because I don't know, like even even if I voice out my opinions or like, even if I have an opinion on something, like will it will it even affect anything? Or I don't know. I don't even have people to discuss it with here because a lot of people in my circle are like the same as me, like wrapped up in our own bubble of problems. So for the times when I feel that I have to inform myself, the cycle of being overwhelmed just starts mm-hmm. again. And that's bad, I think. So I had like one instance where where my, my like it was a gathering of mm-hmm. relatives here in Dubai mm-hmm. and my parents were talking about something that happened in the news mm-hmm. and i was i was just listening listening on in on on the conversation and then i i heard one thing that was wrong in the in the news that they were talking about and i didn't say anything about it because talking about it is too extensive Mm-hmm. And having to bring out sources, I feel like there's it's too much work that mm-hmm. I was too lazy to correct them on fake news, which which is yeah. irresponsible. And, and Do you feel like have you had instances like that? I've had instances like that, and I actually corrected yeah. someone, and then I turned out to be this person who's like you know know it all. Yeah, and I hate being that. That is why I just shut up. Yeah, because I'm tired of dealing with people like that. Apparently, there are a lot of people like that in my circle, so I just keep my news to myself, news and opinions to myself. I just feel like there's a better way we can talk about news without <laughs> fighting, hating each other. Yeah, trying to be in a better position than the other, like you know, try to be knowledgeable than the other. Why can't we just like share? knowledge as it is and healthily like discuss this it. should be part of our last episode how to take in news <laughs> <laughs> like how like how to how to discuss how to discourse news properly without mm. crying hating yeah. each yeah, other yeah, yeah. actually actually yeah my shareable thing for the week is actually very relevant to our topic mm-hmm. today so it's an article by New York Times entitled, In France, school lessons ask, which Twitter post should you trust? I think I mentioned this in our last episode about um, France having an initiative to teach, to teach classes about media education. So in, in this class, it was, I think this was still an, this is still an experiment. So there were five posts on Twitter that were up on the board. And the task for the students were to decipher whether they were trustworthy or like fake news. So it's one of the government initiatives to combat, combat the spread of online misinformation. So the lessons are simple. So the journalist teaches this course. And she incorporates Twitter, YouTube, and shares links to websites that, that students can use as a reference to check their facts. And I wish, like, I wish this was taught everywhere in the world. Like, I wish this experiment actually um, 
comes into fruition, media education is is taught in schools. So she also explains the basics of how journalists gather and confirm facts. And it, they hope that it may reverse some of the students' mistrust on media. Because there, there, they, there can be that fear on what news do we actually take and where do we actually get our sources. And so this, this lesson hopes, to, hopes students to develop a more critical eye for what they see online. So at the end of the day, the lesson that I took from this article is that first, take responsibility for our online behavior and then think about what's think twice, thrice, four times, many times about what you just read and whether it's actually credible. So heavy nung topic na to. Heavy? Pagod ako. This is one of the, the most, like, I think this is the heaviest episode we've done by far. Except for that, except for that episode where we just didn't, <laughs> we just didn't continue <laughs> anymore. I think this is the episode that was like most difficult to discuss. Ah, yon than heavy. Well, it's it is heavy, but it was difficult to discuss. I think this is this is a topic that I have had trouble being honest about, like completely honest for the podcast. Because I don't want to admit admit that I'm pretty. I'm also afraid of admitting that I'm like stupid when it comes to news. Mm, basically, yeah, that that's the thing. Like I didn't want to admit that out here, but it happens and it's reality. Like not all people are informed, like you or whoever is listening. So don't hate and just be kind when you know sh- um, discussing worldly issues <laughs> on a lighter note yeah oh, this is let's, completely let's, let's, let's bring it lighter yes literally lighter let's end the podcast on a on a positive note yes on a colorful note because i'm talking about two new artists that i found out about as i've gotten as i've been trying to get back on the traditional kind of art I have two artists and one is, I don't know if this is her actual name, but it's, she is called Heikala on Instagram. I'm going to put that on the show notes. She's an awesome, awesome, awesome illustrator from Finland. And I am very, very intrigued by the way she uses ink in her illustrations and and she I like her style. She's she's very she likes to illustrate like very mundane things and makes them look super cute. Oh not really need super to share cute. Share what what it looks like on our stories. But it's it's I mean I've been I grew up watching anime. I know I ad- I, I adore low contrast clean lined stuff. And she does that so perfectly and in mediums I haven't really tried she uses colored ink for everything i for the longest time i thought she was using watercolor but it's actually diluted colored ink Mm. that's why i'm really curious about her and she makes she she makes this i mean i'm kind i'm currently looking at this illustration she has of someone who just woke up 
with with the sun hitting her face like from the window with like coming through the window and it's just super cute the way she colored this so why do i say this as super cute but it's super Kawaii. aesthetically <laughs> pleasing oh right, that's the that's the more proper term for it and she's she's currently one of those artists that i wanna i i really take motivation from now in terms of like style wise mm. i want to i'm in the process of like learning how she does things maybe copying her stuff mm. a little bit and just trying to get a footing from that Sorry, my own kind of style and another artist that i found out about is the one who's gonna be on the cover of Ooh, our magazine promotion month. Yes, she is called Natasha Schmitten from, I don't know where she is, Antwerp, Belgium, I think. Because that's where her office is. Or at least the gallery where she puts up her stuff. Um, Please correct me if I'm wrong, but she's Natasha Schmitten. And I love her work. She she does... um, she does ink and oil on canvas and she makes the these like ethereal looking things. You saw, you saw her cover, right? And oh my gosh, like just looking into what she does, it transports. I mean, I've never been a f- not a fan, but like I've never I've never really appreciated abstract things before until I saw her stuff. I I kind of now get what people get from abstract paintings. I that's that's how much impact her stuff had on me, has on me right now. And I wish when I love it when that happens when you just mm. find an artwork that you fall in love with and you want to learn more about. Yes. That's what happened with you. Yes, that's me right now. I mean I obviously I'm not the oil person. I'm not the canvas person. I usually want to work on smaller smaller pieces or watercolor. I, I aspire to be that kind of artist that, how do you say it, that like provokes emotion on people or thoughts or feelings even. That's what I get from Heikala, from her illustrations of very mundane things. It makes me see this, I don't know, waking up thing. It, I could get inspiration from that. That could be artistic like getting inspiration from the most mundane of stuff and moments if you want to join our colorful world we're at long way home pod on instagram twitter facebook if you enjoyed this episode support us by telling three friends about it and if you can subscribe please do subscribe to get the latest updates when we release an episode how do people subscribe (laughs) did they just click follow follow on where Spotify. Spotify. Follow on iTunes. Yeah. It would be lovely if people... I mean, I don't think we're at the point where people can give us ratings on iTunes, but it would be lovely if people can just leave their two cents. (laughs) Fifty cents. (laughs) Fifty cents because we value your reviews a lot. But if you have something to say, like feedback, please drop us anything, uh, a review or a rating on iTunes. Yeah, that it really help helps us a lot. us a lot. Or even just send us a direct message on Instagram. It's going to mean so much to us. Thank yes. you so much. Thank you so much.